Hello and welcome to a special little bonus edition, episode 39 of Owen the Saints. I'm your host, Patrick Serlis. With me, sitting in his bedroom in the UK, is Jack Serlis. Jack, how are you doing? Shattered, mate. How are you? Shattered. It's late. <laughs> Nearly 11 o'clock UK time. Um, and we are chatting after Arsenal won, Southampton won at the Emirates. Uh, midweek game, unchanged team from Ralph. And, and ultimately, I think a missed opportunity. Is that fair to say, Jack? Yeah, I mean, before the game, I think look, people were getting a bit excited about this one, thinking that we were going to steamroll Arsenal. But <laughs> I was a little bit more, I was a little bit more, you know, apprehensive about what the result was going to be. I thought they were going to come out fighting, um, and I thought it actually was going to be a draw before the game. But um, yeah, definitely missed opportunity, that especially them going down to ten men. You've got to be. You got to be able to break them down a little bit more. We had that one brilliant chance of Redmond and Ginepo got in behind a couple of times, but um, I'm not too down about it. A point away at the Emirates is not too bad. Keep the unbeaten run going, but I think if we're, if we're being completely honest, that is a great opportunity to keep the winning run going. Big opportunity to go top of the table with Leicester losing to Everton as well. So that's the thing that sticks out for me. Um, mm. How amazing would it have been to be to be top right now? But at the same time, you can't. You can't knock a point at the Emirates. They are struggling big time at the moment. But going into this game, we were having a conversation before the game and I was actually a little bit disappointed that Burnley um, turned them over at the weekend because I just thought that that would focus their their minds a little bit more and it made it slightly less likely that we were going to show up and spring a, and spring a surprise on them just because they'd kind of taken so much abuse for losing at home to Burnley. Mm. Um and it kind of turned out like that. Although having said that, we took the lead. Fantastic move um, from Che. Hold-up play is unbelievable at the moment for Che Adams. And then that pass through was just on a plate for Walcott. And he finished it really nicely, didn't he? That, I mean, Walcott's a bit of a... Like, he, so he'll miss sitters, but then he'll, he'll take the difficult chances. I'm not saying that this was a difficult chance, but his finish was really, really nice. One-on-one with Leno. Yeah, I mean, just to quickly correct you there, Pat, we wouldn't be top of the league right now because Liverpool did beat Spurs. But Sorry, we... that's true. They did last minute. Yeah, that's true. That was annoying as well. But um, that goal, I thought it was classic Vestergaard stepping up from the back, playing that incisive pass into the striker's feet and got a bit lucky because it was a bit of a ricochet off the defender. But what was so impressive, Adams, is that he's got half a second to make that pass. Otherwise, Theo Walcott's offside and he's gone half a second and that's what he's added to his game just that bit of instinctiveness where he plays it at the perfect time the perfect weight I think Theo had to take a touch or two out of his feet and like you said yeah it was one of those finishes where you know that's a that's a like a you'd see that in the Champions League kind of finish isn't it that's a real top quality player goes through and go and dinks the keeper like that so yeah he's got that bit of quality and that was a great start to the game Disappointed with the, the equaliser, Aubameyang, a decent little move from Arsenal, probably one of the few they put together around our box and they kind of carved us open and, and Aubameyang sticks it bottom corner. Yeah, for me, it was all about the defending. You know, Saka is an unbelievable player. I'm so excited to watch him for England, by the way, because I think he's, he's it's crazy how young he is and how important he is to that Arsenal team. And he gave Carl Walker-Peters a difficult game um, this evening, but needed to be stronger in the tackle. I think he went past three players. Yep. And um, the one that stood out for me was Romeo. Mm-hmm. I know he's one game, he's one yellow card off his suspension. I don't know if that's in his mind a little bit because he didn't really go in for a hard tackle against against Saka and let him drift past him. 
Um, whereas I think a few weeks ago it would have just dived him down. But um, it's, it's funny you should say that. Go back and watch the highlights because look at Romeo's reaction after Saka goes past him. Because then Saka goes through and they play a little one-two. I can't remember who is it. Some Abamyang plays a one-two on the edge of the box, and when mm. Abamyang takes that first touch and is shaping to shoot, Romeo's got his head in his hands. He knows. I just noticed it when, just before we were recording this podcast. Go back and watch it if you haven't seen it already. On the highlights, yeah, Saka, Saka just breezes past Romeo, and Romeo knows, like within a second, that that was his opportunity to prevent prevent the goal being scored. Because when Abamyang gets in that position, he's just going to pick out the corner. Uh, disappointed as you say Redmond came on were you a little bit surprised that Walcott came off when he did around the hour mark I was I was I was expecting a change in one of those two attacking midfield positions but I didn't want to see both of them change I think that in hindsight probably was the wrong move from Ralph because it just you know completely disrupted our whole you know attacking threat and I thought Theo Walcott was having a brilliant game he obviously got the goal he got Gabriel sent off with a brilliant turn Gabriel was just way too tight on him and um, you know obviously led to him picking up the second yellow card and I thought the sensible change would have been Redmond on for Armstrong mm-hmm. and you know play that for maybe 10-15 minutes and then if you want to bring on Gineppo for the last 15 minutes can stretch the game even further so was a little bit surprised to see Theo come off but um, yeah Gineppo had a couple couple glimpses, but yeah, there was the Redmond chance, wasn't it? It was the that was the yeah. key one. That was huge. He had a very very similar chance against Brighton, um, and didn't make the most of that. And then here didn't quite get the connection that he wanted, I think, with it and coming off the crossbar. Funny though, it was a Romeo assist potentially. It would have been a Romeo assist. I can't remember the stat. However many hundreds of games he played for us and got his first Premier League assist, assisting Redmond against Sheffield United. And he laid it on a plate from a great pass, wasn't it? It was. Picked him out. I think it was like 193 games or something without, uh, without a Premier <laughs> League assist. Nearly two and two. Nearly two and two to the same player. But yeah, such, such a great ball. Um, like you said, just didn't get the correct contact on it and unlucky to hit the bar. But they did have that chance near the end of Rob Holding, didn't they? Which made me feel a little bit better about the draw because I know how devastated I would have been with that. It was just one of those ones where he makes contact with it and it seems to take an age and you're just like, where is that dropping? And you can just imagine the net bulging. I could anyway. Um, So that was a massive relief to see that come back off the crossbar because that would have been devastating to have 30 minutes against 10 men and then to not come away with anything from the game against an Arsenal team that are pretty poor um, Mm. would have been absolutely devastating. I I just wanted to touch on Danny Ings as well. Another, the Sheffield United game, obviously great great team performance, great result. His first start, um, came back against, against Brighton, got the winning penalty. First start against Sheffield United, kind of looked a bit rusty. What did you make of Ings' performance tonight, again from the start against Arsenal? Again, a decent performance, but you know, not, not the Danny Ings that we have come used to over the last season or so because... You know, his touch was a little bit off it. He had a couple of sighters in the first half, which you could you could see how disappointed with himself he was, just you know not hitting the target. Um, but again, coming, he's he's been out for four, five or so weeks, so I think that's going to come with a few more games. Um, I was just interested to get your opinion actually on on the fullbacks because that's what I thought was a key position for me, especially when you're playing against ten men. You see it so many times with teams like Liverpool and Man City. They're playing against teams that sit back and that's effectively what we were doing. We're playing against an Arsenal team that sat back. I think Ryan Burcham, for all the qualities that he has, doesn't 
you know, possess that, you know, threat on that left-hand side. And I think when you're facing against a team that are putting two banks of four in front of you, you need to have that threat on the left. So, you know, yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we don't really have another option at left-back. I'm not saying he needs to be dropped or anything because he had a good game, but I think that, for me, was a, a key position where we could have exploited and really overloaded them, but we weren't able to. Yeah, I mean, it, most of our opportunities against 10 men, or at least our most promising attacker outlet seemed to be with Walker Peters getting forward on the right and switching mm. the play out to him. He had several opportunities where he was one-on-one, I think it was with Tierney, kind of driving into the Arsenal box that, okay, it didn't quite come off on the day, whether he kind of drilled it, drilled the cross in low or cut back. It didn't quite come off, but they were dangerous opportunities. And, and you're right, we didn't really see that on the left from Bertrand. Very solid left back, but I think maybe as the years are advancing... He's losing some of his attacking edge. That 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 may be the case, and it's certainly something to think about with his yeah. contract um, coming up. And, and I know the, the club are in talks over a new deal for him, and we wouldn't want to see him go for sure. But I do think at the same time we need to be planning for the future because because we've seen what Walker Peters can bring to the team on that right flank. Yeah, I mean I'm all for Ryan Bertrand getting a new deal because I think he 100% deserves it. His performances have been so so consistent, but that was just the one position that I was when I was watching the game, I thought a real attacking mm. dynamic left back that was bombing past, you know, our left winger would have caused him a lot more problems. When the ball comes to Bertrand, he kind of takes a touch, he looks left at right and slows it down a bit. But um, yeah. yeah, one to think about. For sure. Just to go back to Danny Ings again, uh, watching back some of the highlights, I noticed on that Walcott turn where, where Gabriel gets sent off, Ings is in there. It was a big, big opportunity and he looked very disappointed when Walcott got yanked down by Gabriel because he knew that Walcott was about to slip him in one-on-one and that might have been his chance. I think he just needs one to get back up and running. Um, but it's good that that we beat United, Sheffield United um, at the weekend. And again, keeping the unbeaten run going, keeping our good away form going as well because uh, we've only lost one of our last 11 matches in the Premier League now. Um, and we've gone unbeaten in each of our last six on the road. So we're a good team away from home, a hard team um, to, to get anything from. And next we face Manchester City at St. Mary's. What do you think we can do going into that? They've just been held at home to West Brom. So they're not playing particularly well. It's not the Man City of a few years ago that were kind of rocking up and beating teams four, five, six nil and, and finishing the season with a hundred points. This is a different pep side and one that's struggling a little bit more. So obviously we beat them during Project Restart, 1-0 with that Chad Adams goal. How optimistic are you going into Saturday's game? I'm very optimistic. I think we can go into that game full of confidence. Um, you know, like you said, it's not... I watched that game against West Brom and they, they, they really are not the same team. And I think we could really get at them on Saturday. Um, I'd be interested to see how much rotation Ralph, mm. you know, introduces because playing... Um, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday is obviously not easy. Didn't see much. Red- well, he, he named an unchanged team against Arsenal. So mm-hmm. I think that will play a big impact in how we how we set up against Man City, whether we see the likes of Diallo come in, whether we, we see, you know, Gineppo and Redmond playing from the start. But, you know, it's good that we've got these options at the moment. I think we can we can go into that game definitely looking for three points. I think so too. Um, I think it's going to be a big test, obviously. They've got so much quality in attacking areas. But I'm beaten for a month now. And 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 really, 
we're going into the game in better form than them. And I think we'll, we'll be able to cause their defence problems because I think that's where they're weak at the back, um, especially in a fullback position. So it will be interesting to see what happens. I expect some rotation like you, whether that's Redmond coming back into the starting lineup. I think of the two, Redmond or Gineppo, I think he probably deserves it. But um, mm. what do you think? Would that mean Walcott dropping out or Armstrong? Armstrong's been a little bit off the pace in recent weeks, I think. Yeah, I think he's drawn a little bit of criticism from Saints fans and I know I texted you in the first half. I think it's just, he wasn't keeping the ball um, as well as other players and as well as we've got used to seeing him keep the ball. A lot of the times he was giving it away, which is which was disappointing. So I think if, if it's Walcott or Armstrong to drop out, I'd drop Armstrong out for this game against Man City. Um, having said that, he is such a crucial player at driving the ball forward. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he carried on playing there. I thought there were some interesting quotes from Ralph. Actually, I haven't really, we haven't spoke about the quotes from Ralph after the game this evening. But, you know, talking about how, you know, he's not unhappy with that result. Yeah. He, he, I feel like he realised how important it is when you go away to these teams to not lose. And it's so big for the team just to go to Arsenal and not get the defeat. And while we maybe could have been a little bit more positive, he's been mm-hmm. quite pragmatic there, isn't he, in taking the point. Yeah, I think you're right. Like his quote is today, a point is okay for me. Um, and I think, yeah, some fans might be a little bit disappointed that facing 10 men, we, we didn't take one or two more risks going forward. But I think the proof is in the fact that we nearly got stung in the end from that set piece. Um, the more risks you take, it only takes one counter-attack when you're playing up against the likes of a Bamiyang that you could they can, they can hurt you. So yeah, well, we would have loved three points. I think, if, Ralph, if a point is okay for Ralph, it's okay for me too. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. But yeah, City, City on Saturday, we've got to be positive going into that one. Absolutely. Well, Jack, thank you very much for joining me this evening. I will let you get to bed because I know it is very late and, and you've got an early start tomorrow morning. But let's catch up after the City game on Saturday and three points, fingers crossed, at the Saints. Nice one, Pat. Saints, speak to you on Saturday. <laughs>